Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homey. I'm your host, and you are in the right place if you are a business creator. And by business creator, we can mean one of several different things. You may be an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or a local business owner. You could be a marketing or business coach. You could be somebody who helps others build their businesses, such as a web designer, a graphic designer, an online business manager, a social media strategist, a media and publicity strategist. Or you could be a do-it-yourselfer who just loves to have your own hands on the lever as you manage your own marketing. If you are one or more of the above, please take a moment, explore episodes, and discover how our guest experts can help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, be sure to check us out on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators Radio Show and be sure to subscribe. Our channel is updated weekly, and every five-star rating is greatly appreciated and helps us spread the message. So for today, I'm especially honored to bring onto our show my friend Mike Engstrom. And this is going to be a very unique topic. A number of our listeners have come to me with concerns about the economy and investment opportunities and what's ever going to happen. Are they going to be able to get out of their businesses? Are they going to be able to retire? Are they going to be able to diversify their income? And in the entrepreneurial world, in the business creator's world, the idea of multiple streams of income and diversifying your income portfolio are always very powerful topics that a lot of people are very interested in. And there are many traditional methods of investing your money. It could be real estate. It could be your 401K. There are many different ways where you can invest money looking for a return on that investment. And we also know people who flip websites, meaning they buy and sell websites based on their monetization capability. And what we're going to talk about today is in some ways a little bit similar to that, but it's something that Mike introduced me to a couple weeks ago when he and I connected on LinkedIn that I found very powerful, and I said to Mike, you know, we really need to have you on the show. So speaking of Mike being on the show, you there? I am here. Awesome, awesome. So for everybody listening, I'll just introduce Mike briefly. Mike Engstrom is the managing partner and co-founder of Today's Growth Consultants, also known as the Income Store at IncomeStore.com. Mike brings 26 years of M&A, business sales, and business coaching to Income Store and today's growth consultant, having shared his having shared his knowledge with stadiums of 12,000 people, and coached and trained just over 4,000 business owners and sales reps, Mike uses his leadership skills to find, train, and guide all growth divisions of IncomeStore.com and today's growth consultant. Recently, in 2013, Mike helped his organization become the 1,083rd fastest growing company in the United States, according to Inc. 500. So, Mike, what I'd like to do here before we dive in, I know we have a lot to cover today, is just sort of take a quick step back and give those of our listeners who may not have heard of you yet a chance to get to know you a little. So I just read off your bio, but just tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you to where you are today, working with individuals, companies, and private equity firms to help them create new income streams. Well, Adam, thanks for having me today, and I really appreciate this time helping everybody understand more about what today's growth consultant does and uh, per se the income store division that was just opened up here a couple years ago. 
Great. But basically, uh, 20 years ago in Chicago here, Ken Courtright, the CEO and founder of today's growth consultant, was helping different companies with their marketing, sales strategies, all different types of topics. And 14 years ago, I bumped into him while he, while he was doing this. And at that time, I was in business brokerage, working with other companies, helping them to sell. And we just had some great connections on some other business ideas, and we ended up um, forming a friendship and forming a business partnership in some things that I was good at and some things he was very good at. And uh, about five years ago, I had introduced him to a gentleman named Todd Krause, who was an Internet guru here in the northern Illinois area. Right. And Todd yeah, and Todd Krause was just unbelievably um, powerful in putting together websites that were making money for people. And at that time, he was working for three doctors that were putting together a website that was kind of like a miniature version of WebMD, where the three doctors, their background was uh, spinal fusion and all the different things, working on people's backs. And right. Todd was building this website for them, and he just said that, Ken, hey, you should see how we could do this for all types of businesses across the Chicago area. And that's when the three of us got together and put this program together and over the years now have grown it to uh, one of the fastest growing companies in the United States now. That's fantastic. Now, here on the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide the tools, the techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. And a lot of our listeners have come to me, and they've said that they have pretty much everything at their disposal that they need to implement anything they hear on Business Creators Radio Show, except for those two timeless issues of time and money. Now, this is a question we ask every expert who appears on our show, and the reason I ask it is because I really enjoy not only the variety of responses we get, but the variety of ways the question gets interpreted. So tell me, how do time and money play a role uh, when it comes to diversifying your income and building wealth? Well, what we do is we use technology and some of the newest things that are going on with different types of websites that are being developed, and we watch the different monetization techniques that are being utilized for these types of uh, new businesses that can be created. Because at the end of the day, if you're a like, – let's say you own a plumbing company and you have 30 employees working for you. And right. you've got yourself into this plumbing company. You've been doing it 25 years plus, but you've been wanting to di diversify yourself and bring in another income stream. Well, I've seen a lot of business owners go out and do like real estate investing where they buy a piece of land and they um, either develop it or they end up buying a an old apartment complex and re rejuvenating it and putting it back out on the market and putting new people inside of it. You know, there's multiple ways that you can make money. But what we're doing here is using websites to go buy revenue-generating websites that can be remonetized, that we can take existing monetization levels and change them for any complexity that we have. We can do cross-marketing with all our other websites. Right. And it's a new technique that we can show people to how to put a passive income into their, into their possession. Right. So as we'll talk about as we go along here, it sounds like a little bit of money could get involved here. Uh, but what I'm very excited to hear about, and I'm just going to sort of precede this a little bit, is you're going to be revealing the way this new system helps save time. 
and we're going to talk about how when people invest in websites or they build money-making websites, there's usually a lot of time investment that goes into that, if not money investment. And what I'm really looking forward to, and our listeners, please, you know, have your pen and paper out and be ready for this. Mike's going to show you how the income store system helps you save time when it comes to investing in websites. So, Ashley, Mike, one of the reasons we're so delighted to have you here today is many of our listeners are worried about the end game, as I mentioned earlier, meaning are they ever going to get to retire? Are they ever going to get to sell their business? Will there be any value in the business when it comes to get out? With today's economy, I imagine there's a lot of fear out there right now when it comes to what our financial future is going to look like. Exactly. In fact, um, we always cite a USA Today article that came out in July of 2012 where we had done some research on 55% of the people right now are worried about losing their investment, um, where back in 1997, only 45% of Americans were real worried about, you know, losing their investments, where today, you know, you're also seeing half of the Americans do not have, they're really far behind on their retirement savings. In 97, only 38% of the people felt like they had enough retirement savings put away, you know, it just comes down to, you know, where are you wanting to retire? You know, 65% of people right now are are struggling with where their retirements are. You know, they're just not happy with what's going on, and they're craving other alternative investment ideas, and that's where the Internet and what we're doing with technology comes into play. Yeah, I think, and as I said, when you told me about your model, I found this so interesting. That's why we had to have you here. And as you well know, Mike, the cost of living is going way up. And I've been seeing so many articles lately about how the cost of education is through the roof. I mean, I'm just comparing what it costs to go to college now to what it cost me only 20 years ago when I was a student at Penn State. And I'm comparing the average cost of an MBA to what I paid for my MBA just 14 years ago at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. I mean, we're not talking about a huge amount of time in which the cost of higher-level education has more than doubled and in some cases tripled or more. But the thing is, net income has risen mostly due to inflation, but certainly not anywhere close to the pace of the cost of living. I mean, we go to work, we have jobs, we get these things called raises that are really cost-of-living increases that are certainly not keeping up with the cost of living. So overall, you know, whether you agree or disagree, from where I'm sitting, it looks like people are getting poorer, and those who can are looking for a safe bet to invest because we also hear the horror stories about how people invest and then all that money they did work for, they get cleaned out. Exactly, and we've noticed that a lot of the people, our clients right now have IRAs, they have some money in the stock market, they have their 401Ks, Many of our people are real estate investors who come in buying different pieces of real estate and then try to flip them. But a lot of them are only saying that they're getting like a 3 to 4 maybe 5% return on a lot of the things they're doing right now, where some years ago you could take a look at people making 10 20% returns on what they were doing. And it's getting frustrating, and a lot of our clients have, you talk to us about what they have done in the past, and when they found us and saw the returns that we're bringing in, they got pretty excited about it because not only are they buying an asset here that's going to pay them a monthly uh, return, but they're also going to be 
buying something that they could turn around and sell in three years. They, you know, they might sell it in five years. They might turn around and, you know, hold on to it and put it in their will to bring it in as an asset for their whole family for for down the road. You know, it's it's right. it's great to see that we have an answer to what's going on with the traditional ways to invest money. Right. And just, you know, I was thinking about this just recently. Uh, you know, right now, as of, you know, the time we're doing this interview here in July 2014, I'm currently living in a townhouse in the Summerlin area of Las Vegas, which is kind of an upscale area. And I live in a townhouse located inside a homeowners association area. And my rent is about $800 a month. And I happen to know from speaking with my building manager that the association fees are $160 a month, and that's being taken out of my rent. Plus there are other things. There's probably insurance and, and the cost of the mortgage and other things that the investor who owns this townhouse are paying. So I was looking at these numbers, and I'm thinking, even after we take out that homeowner's association fee, and that mostly, you know, some of the benefits we get from that is, you know, covers the water bill and the sewage bill, and it gets all the landscaping done, and the roads are nice and neat here. So, you know, the money is being put to use for sure, but there's only $640 a month left for me, and they have to pay the management company, they have to pay the mortgage, they have to pay insurance and all these other things. I see your point, Mike that real estate investment may sound hot and exciting, but when you look at the numbers, even if you do get a great return on investment, it may take a while for you to get there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's why I have an interest in real estate investment at some point. I'm not there yet, but I know there's something I'm going to have to investigate pretty, well, pretty closely to decide where I'm going to get my best return on investment. Now, we're hearing more and more, about the possibility to invest online, like online real estate investment. And this is what you told me about a couple of weeks ago when we first connected on LinkedIn that got me so excited about having you here on the Business Creators Radio Show. So here's where I'd like you to you know, tell us more about this idea of online real estate. And this is something I know from mentioning this topic to a couple of our listeners that they're very interested in hearing. So please, fire away. Okay. Well, the types of websites we buy are not just websites like uh, Joe's Pizza or any type of business-type website. What we're buying are what's called informational-based websites or what we've dubbed as a phrase an authority website where somebody who is some kind of an authority is writing content into the website. It could be like a WebMD-type program, an Ask the Builder-type program, Survival right. Life program. Yeah, these types of websites – that are information-based, um, where they're basically, you know, they're taking their knowledge and, and giving it to the public in different formats. And the good thing about it is that people look for these types of websites. They're helpful. Uh, advertisers love throwing advertisement on these types of websites when they find the, the type of demographical eyeballs that come to them. So what we're doing is buying those types of sites providing content people that understand that topic and putting a, a position where you don't have to know anything about what we're buying for your particular dollar. What you have to understand is that every month, on the 16th of every month, you're going to get a, a, a paycheck that basically has a revenue source can, uh, at a, at least 18% return on your program here so that Every month you're getting a, a check, 
you don't have to pay um, like you would have if, if you were doing the real estate type program. You don't have to pay the types of real estate taxes that are that are out there. You're basically looking at this as, you know, I'm going to buy an online website that somebody else is going to maintain for me. Somebody else is going to basically work on it when it breaks because these things do break. And when updates come out from all the large search engines, we know what, what they've done to change some of their algorithms, so we're going to make the changes for you. The good thing about what we're buying is we're buying a website that we know we can work on and put the right effort into it so that the website can grow and have different ways of making money for the person who ends up investing in it. See, there's a couple things interesting here, and we'll dissect this further for our listeners as we go through over the next few minutes. But what I want to do is I want to kind of draw a distinction here because I know that some folks, when we first introduced this topic to our community, thought that this was going to be flipping websites. And there are so many courses out there on how to flip websites, their communities. In fact, a lot of people, when they hear my company name, help my website sell, they think I'm a website flipper. I mean, we uh, actually have a standard response to people who come to our fan page and try and sell their website. Now, I mean, I've thought about getting into flipping websites. And I understand that what you're doing is not exactly the same thing. So I was wondering, just for the sake of clarity, if you could just draw down a little more on the distinctions between the idea of flipping websites and what it is that you do. Exactly. You know, when you talk about flipping, you know, most people think about real estate where they buy a piece of real estate, they go in and gut the the house, and they put in all new uh, things furniture and appliances within the house, and then they turn around and resell it. And they usually can do that in a three- to six-month time span, depending on size of house and big of how big of a problem it was when they bought it. Right. That's not what we're doing with these websites. We are buying these websites to probably work on them for the next two to three years before we ever consider possibly reselling them, knowing that if we keep our eye on the market – and the types of players that are in the same space on that topic, there will be interest in the website as they see it growing, as they see more traffic coming to it, more different monetization models going through it. People are going to see it grow, and the good thing about it is eventually we will get offers on it down the road, but it may be two, three, five years down the road before that site will ever turn around and be sold for two, three, four times revenue stream you know, we may even get a, a hot topic where we could sell it for 10 times revenue because that happens from time to time where you get a subject that's basically hot, the website's growing, and next thing right. you know, a big conglomerate comes in and buys your site for 10 times revenue because they want it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the type of thing we could fall ourselves into with all the different websites we've bought now. And uh, from time to time, we know that we're going to be selling sites, you know, two to five years from now, maybe nine to ten years from now, or we'll just hold on to them forever and just have it in, as an asset that goes into a will and gets passed down from generation to generation. Sure. Now, it sounds to me like this is, like let's say somebody buys into a 401K, for instance, or some sort of retirement plan where they're putting in money. Now, usually when they put in this money, they get some sort of portfolio, and depending on the plan, depending on the broker would have you, they may have a certain level of control over the portfolio. Do you offer that to your customers as well, or they can sort of like build a portfolio of websites that they invest in based on your collection? Exactly. We have people who have multiple websites that have bought from us. They have um, a manager that helps them with the different websites that we've bought with their money. 
so they get a monthly review of what's going on. They get, you know, some analysis on where we're going with some new ideas with the website on a quarterly basis. So the good thing about it is they are going to have interaction with the people that we're working with so that they feel like every time they buy a new website from us, they know that somebody in particular is going to be held their feet to the fire on what's going on with that site. And right. uh, that communication, yeah, is very important to people on these days where, you know, sometimes you put money away and things you'll never hear from anybody. And, you know, good luck trying to get somebody on the phone to, to talk to you about it. <laughs> where uh, what we're trying to do is make sure that we're communicative enough, we're, we're showing you where we're going with this, we're um, keeping you up to praise, up to date on all the different things that are going on with it, but we're signing a contract that's a pure partnership. You know, the contract we sign with you is a partnership where we're going in together and uh, we're going to be basically on hold for at least 18% return for this year for your product knowing that we're probably going to hit 20s and 25% and maybe even get up to 30% as we continue to work on it. Right. Now, let me just ask something to be absolutely clear here. I mean, a lot of business creators in our audience spend a large percentage of both their time and their money on things like search engine optimization, search engine marketing, advertising, content marketing, designing the websites, tweaking the websites, uh, all the strategies involved in getting visitors to those web pages, such as um, any email marketing, anything having to do with social media, things like that. Now, is what you're offering truly that type of turnkey model where the investor doesn't have to get involved at all? I mean, is this part of what they're getting with their investment is knowing that the websites they're investing in are going to be promoted through all these channels we hear about all the time? Exactly right. Yeah, we are the people that maintain it. We're the ones that are constantly tweaking the website so that it gets all the newest updates of what's going on. Anytime right. they break and have a failure, which can happen from time to time, they're getting <laughs> Yeah, they're getting fixed From by our the people. Time, huh? <laughs> you know, it's just like if they bought into real real estate, you know, you know and I know 2 o'clock in the morning is when that toilet's going to break on somebody. Yes. And if you own that real estate and that, uh, you know, renter calls you up saying, hey, I've got a toilet that's overflowing right now, guess who's going to be out there fixing that thing or at least calling a 24-hour service to get their buns out there and get that thing fixed before more damage happens. You know, that's exactly what we're doing with these websites. We know they're going to have, from time to time, they're going to break. Pages don't go to where they're supposed to go. Um, analytics gets messed up on it. But and everything can be fixed. In fact, we've had two websites that we ended up buying that weren't working exactly how they should have been working, and we had to revamp them and refocus on where they were supposed to be, you know, built into. And it took some time, but we did keep it from being a failure on our part, for buying a site that maybe had a virus in it or some kind of problem and, you know, t time and money, and next thing you know, we had it all fixed. So when the client comes in, they don't do any of this. They just sit back, and every month they get a check on the 16th of every month wired into their account, and we're going to be the ones responsible for making sure they get at least a minimum, if not more. See, this, I think, is the reason why people need to listen to what you have to say. This truly is a new form of investing that I hadn't even heard of until you and I connected on LinkedIn just a couple weeks ago. I mean, I never thought of all this because one of the things that has made me hesitant 
about getting into the website flipping industry, as I mentioned before, is I know that I would have to make a certain level of investment in making those websites valuable because when I buy them, I need to make them more valuable, of course, before I turn around and sell them again. So basically what I'm hearing coming out of your model is that for the investor, this is something that they don't really need to think about anymore. This is something that they know that they have a team that's going to be there that's going to help them grow this. Uh, now, here's a question that just came to mind. Let's say that I'm an investor in your, in your website, so I have a portfolio with you, and I know that one of the websites in my portfolio would be perfect for a business I'm either in or I'm going into. Uh, you know, obviously there would be negotiation if this is even possible, but could those websites ever be purchased by your customers? Yeah, if we take a look at any website and we put our 24 analytics on it that we research for and they come out very right. good, yeah, we'll make a we'll make a proposal to anybody uh, for that website as long as we have the time to to go through the analytics. We have 24 different questions that we look for to be answered. Right. And uh, if that program comes back with a lot of green lights on it and no real yellow or um, red lights, then we'll make we'll make a bid for it. Uh, we just know that at the end of the day, a lot of times people go after their passions so much to the point of being blind about <laughs> what's really being bought. And um, unfortunately, we buy websites that are always going to make us money, and there's some reasonings behind that. We do some uh, different analytics on where the trend of that t particular topic's going, you know, where other place, other websites are playing in that industry. You know, we, we want to make sure that if we're going to buy something and put a uh, an ironclad contract together with you that no matter what, an 18% return comes into your pocket every month, then we're going to make sure that we we buy the right website uh, for the investor so that we're not making sure yeah, a year or two from now that we, we probably shouldn't have bought that site. We should, probably should have just ended up uh, going on to something else. And that's why we want to make sure that we – always work together on this program and you know we're the ones who've been doing this for years we know what has worked and we know what hasn't worked right so while we know that the only things that are guaranteed in life are death and taxes and taxes more guaranteed than death it seems these days uh we know that there's a reasonable amount of certainty that folks will be investing in something that's going to be very smart. And if you're going to be buying websites, like let's say I came to you and I built off this website to a certain level and I realized it had resale opportunity and I just didn't want to deal with it anymore, you would take a look at that and you may make a bid or you may make me an offer. So uh, without revealing all the secret sauce, because I know you can't do that, could you just sort of give us some insights on maybe a few of the 24 analytics that you're looking for so people get a sense of the quality that goes into this process? Oh, exactly. Well, a couple of different things we look at right away is the Google page rank of a website. That helps okay. us really determine the quality of some of the links coming in and out of it. Uh, we look at Alexa scores. We look at some of the traffic that comes into the website because sometimes people pay for traffic. And, <laughs> you know, you can show a lot of people hitting your website, but if they're just you know, mom and pops that have nothing to do with the demographical eyeballs. You know, anybody can cre create traffic. It just is it traffic right. that could be quantified into something that might even actually buy from your website or buy, you know, some of the 
advertising that's on your website. If you're advertising for all these soccer things for <laughs> for the World Cup right now, but you've got all these pregnant moms coming in, you know, it may not be the right demographical eyeball for that particular website. You know, you may sure. need to look at athletes and look at people who do play soccer and hockey and all the different things that might have to do with something with World Cup. So, right. You know, when we take a look at websites, we we know some of the things that we've bought that have been very successful and the types of websites that we've bought that can be turned around in uh, different lead generation programs can be built out of them different di directory type programs can be built into them we know sometimes that the websites that we're buying are websites that are real close to being very good websites but the person who built it only had so much time to put certain things into them and time is money if they don't take the time to put in all the other programs maybe that's something we could add to that to double and triple and quadruple uh, the revenue coming out of it right and i and i and i i definitely agree with that one of the points that i make all the time is that the absolute last thing that any business creator needs is traffic to their website because when i think of traffic i think of the reason why i work at home or i work out of a cigar shop now on the street or something like that when i need a break from the home front it's I mean, because you think of traffic, you think of a bunch of people all being shoved into a narrow funnel who may or may not even really know where they're going, and by the time they finally arrive there late, not really understanding in many cases why they've even gone there in the first place, truth be told, they're already defeated and demoralized, and they haven't even started their day yet, or their bad day just got worse, or their good day got bad. And these are just random people coming from everywhere, five different directions being shoved into one funnel. And then we have to define... What is a website? Is a website a blog? Is it a lead capture page? Is it an event registration page? Is it a um, is it like a current events type page? Is it something about World Cup? Something about celebrities? I mean, there's so many different websites that can be monetized, and a website can be all those things, and each one of those things can be a separate website. So, uh, what I'm actually curious about, since I'm thinking about that, uh, we draw the distinction between traffic to your website and targeted visitors to your web page who are pre-qualified, prepped, and pumped to take action. Uh, I mean, what are some of the types of websites that you invest in? Are these all like uh, current event issues blogs or job search sites, or are they landing pages? Like, you know, like what are some of the things that somebody could find in their portfolio if they decide to move forward with you? Yeah, exactly right. We, we have bought some job, job application-type sites, uh, we have bought gaming sites that have certain types of games in them. Uh, we've bought we websites that have to do with real everyday things, you know, like uh, I just got a phone call from somebody. I have no idea who they are. I want to look up and find out who they are. And so I'll spend three or four bucks just to make sure that I know that this phone number who I've been getting phone calls from, but they never leave voicemails, you know, who is this person? Right. And the next, you know, they're paying our company some money because we have a website that does that. And it, it just comes down to things that people do every day that we know the traffic is there. We know how to develop new traffic to that, do some cross-marketing with some of our other websites that might do something of the similar kind. You know, blogging sites that have to do with some of the fun things you can do, you know, uh, lists of ten 10 things that you can do with your house, 10 things you can do on your next vacation, 10 things you can do, 
you know, with uh, what's what's going on with your wardrobe, that type, that type of thing. We buy websites that kind of have to do with Americans' values. You know, we try right. we try not to um, touch. You know, one thing I'll tell you right now: we don't go into pornography type websites. We don't go into gambling type websites. We're going to keep okay. everything that we do a little bit above board here with the fact that we're not going to even touch those types of topics where some money is. There's a lot of money in those topics, but that's not the type of topic we want to have our kids enjoy this type of company when we end up um, getting too old and we, you know, move it on down the road down here. So we're trying to keep it as, as above board as possible with the integrity that, you know, we're not going to take somebody's money and buy some silly site that they would not be proud of to show other friends and family, you know, hey, I own this site, you know, this is what I have some money in and I'm making money every month on it, you know, and we can sell it two years from now or three years from now and uh, keep the revenue we've made over the last three years and at the same time turn around and sell it for almost double what we bought it for. Kind of what right. What I'm here right, what I'm hearing here and what I like about it too is when people invest in incomestore.com they and they choose their portfolio of websites that they have the opportunity to select from their portfolio the types of websites they would like to invest in because, I mean, how many times have we had things where people, uh, you see this in the media where there's like some kind of gotcha, like why would you invest in this? I think one of the examples that comes to mind here right now is Michael Moore, the filmmaker who's well known for being very much a liberal Somebody looked at his investment portfolio and said, okay, so if you're such a liberal and you're such an opponent of our Republican administration, this is a few years ago, why are you investing in Halliburton? And it turned out that there was a little bit of Halliburton in his portfolio, but his financial advisor um, either didn't catch that or he himself didn't just have a close enough look at that to make sure that uh, he wasn't investing in Halliburton. So what I like about that is people can look at their portfolio, and if it turns out their money is being directed toward a website that just doesn't match something they believe in, that they can ask him to move that money somewhere else. I just want to make sure we got that part right. Yeah, we're we're going to make sure that if if anything's even close to something that needs to be talked about before any movements happen, we will reach out to the client and say, hey, we're looking at this site. Here's what it sits on. Is there anything in here that makes you nervous? You know, right. And we've done that from time to time where we actually tell the person before we pull the trigger what we're going to be buying with our money. Now, the other side of the coin is is we also tell them, you know. When we get a deal that's looking really good, we're going to make a move on it right away. Sure. So, you know, as long as the website doesn't hit any kind of, you know, if we're buying a job application website, we're not going to call you tomorrow and say, hey, is it okay if we buy a job? We're, we're, we got to move today on that. Right, precisely. I mean, things like that could come up. I mean, obviously, when you have relationships with your investors and you take the time to get to know them, you you find out certain things about them. Like if I became your investor, uh, seeing as I'm seeing as I'm a conscious vegan, you probably would not be investing in websites that are about paleo lifestyles or about steakhouses or things like that. You probably wouldn't put my money there. Um, but you know, there may you know just like anything be gray areas, or there may be judgment calls or something like that. But what I like your approach here is that when it's a really good opportunity, you may move forward quickly, but there's always room to change if things need to happen. So I think that should give people a good bit of confidence. Now, here's a question that I've been thinking about just as we talk about this, and this just sort of came to me. 
Um, entrepreneurs and business owners, as we discussed earlier, are urged to invest all the time. And you and I spoke about investing in hard stuff like houses or land, something that's tangible. In fact, I know somebody right now who, in addition to their coaching business, is going out buying cars for like $2,000 and then detailing them and, and tuning up the engines and selling them for $4,000, well, you know, like flipping cars. Now, I mean, cars are something tangible. You get behind the wheel, you turn the ignition, you drive. Now, I can imagine there may be some people out there who are thinking that, what am I investing in, websites? Uh, these, are, these are ethereal. They're not an actual thing. So how would you answer somebody who says something to the effect of, why would I invest in a website? That's something that's virtual. I can't reach out and touch it. I understand. I understand completely. It's something <laughs> we get all the time. Well, it comes down to this. If you had a chance to buy WebMD, would you buy WebMD right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what it does. You know what it makes for money. It's a website that's been out there for many years. In fact, think about your daily regimen. Most people cannot get through a full day without looking at a website for one reason or another. What websites are are intellectual capital, in, in property, intellectual right. property is what they are. So, therefore, if you ever took the time to print off Everything that's on a website, like WebMD, for example, if you printed off every page on WebMD, you would have stacks and stacks and stacks of information, wouldn't you? That's what I you're would buying. probably have to get another room to store all those boxes. I would probably have to set aside a separate budget for ink, toner, and paper. Right, because that's what you're buying. You're buying information when you buy a type of website we're talking about. A website is a information, and if you just took the time to print off everything that was on that website, you understand real quickly what you are buying, and that is intellectual property. And that's exactly what we're buying here. We're buying something that has intellectual property on it. It can be reformulated. It can be added to. It could be reconfigured to work better for people. And then we're going to put monetization models like advertisements of like kind on there. We're going to put lead generation for other companies coming out of it. We're going to put a directory on there that has many other companies that have that type of information on them so that we can pull money out of it every month. And that's exactly what they're buying is a informational website that just like anything else, if you had to say, hey, I want to touch and feel it, well, then get out your printer. Let's print off every page on that website, and you can touch and feel that all day long because that's what you're <laughs> You know, that's what you're buying. You're buying information. So if you have to touch it to believe in it, then no problem. Just get your printer yeah, out. Right. <laughs> I love there that. you go. How about I, that? I, right, I love that. I love that. That's that's brilliant. That's a great way to look at it. See, what I tell people all the time, uh, I mean, on the one hand, I say when it comes to online marketing, uh, you know, having a website is not like having printed 50,000 brochures and finding out there's a glaring typo that totally ruins the brochure or the information in the brochure goes completely out of date the day after you get it. Now you have these boxes with 50,000 brochures in it. Uh, website, you need to change. You log in, you change it, you hit save. And ultimately, when you look at a website, it's a bunch of files sitting on a computer somewhere. Uh, for people who need to understand how web hosting works, how domains work, how servers work, how WordPress and MySQL databases work, that's the easiest way I explain it to them. I said, no matter what you think a website is, ultimately, it's a bunch of files 
sitting on a machine somewhere. And if you want tangibility, that's tangibility right there. Somewhere, someplace, there's a server with a bunch of files. You have your databases, your control panel, your pages, your theme, your PHP codes, or what have you, that all come together and make this thing called a website. And one thing I'd like to develop even further here is, you know, you used the WebMD example, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. And to understand the value of Web, WebMD, print out every page. Now, if I print out every page of WebMD, I'm actually losing something else. Can you guess what else I'm losing if I want to look at it that way instead of looking at the website itself as the property? Well, are you talking about all the banner ads and all that, or what are you talking about? Well, there's that, and there's another thing that uh, you lose when you when – you, I mean, let's say I stack up WebMD.com sitting on my web browser right now, and I stack that up next to – or actually on my monitor here, I have – you know, I, I can navigate to it right now. I can just go to my browser. In fact, I'm going to do it here, www.webmd.com. And I have my speakers off, so if they have some autoplay video, nobody's going to hear it. Okay, website's already popped up. And uh, so I compare this to the warehouse I would have to buy that would have all the printed pages. What do I have on my monitor right now that I don't have in that warehouse? Do you have links going to other websites? I'm not tracking where you're going with this. Uh, I have speed of getting the information is what I have. In there the left-hand column of WebMD, you have health conditions, ADHD, allergies, uh, eye health, fibromyalgia, skin problems, sleep disorders, literally from A to Z. In my warehouse, I have to figure out what box it's in, dig through a bunch of papers, and in the time it takes me to find information on cholesterol, I spend an hour in the warehouse. So that is another reason why investing in websites is so valuable from where I see, because you're also investing in speed to market and speed in helping to solve problems. So altruistically, your investors are helping to make change in the world. Now, you uh, gave me some criteria already on, you know, which websites you show investors. And I know that, uh, and I mean, you know, I know you've got to go into this with a, at least a reasonable sense of return on investment expectation, and I like how you say, as you've mentioned to us several times, that your investors can look forward to something around, I think you said, 18% return on investment. Uh, that almost sounds too good to be true, so tell me the truth. Okay. Well, let's take a look at a $100,000 website, just for right. easy, yeah, just for easy numbers here. If we're going to buy a $100,000 website, which is a, a decent website, just so you know, in the marketplace, this is a good type of website to buy. It's been worked on for many years. It's usually at least two to five years old already anyway. When we buy it, we're going to buy it at uh, if, you know, a website that's bringing in $50,000. Okay? Right. Now, the website that we're going to buy wasn't listed on the Internet for $100,000. It was listed for $160,000. 100 and 80, maybe even $200,000 because that $50,000 a year revenue piece that that website was making, the owner was going to try to get, and the key word is try to get three to five times revenue, which would be 150,000 to 200,000, even a $250,000 price tag on the internet. So when we go out looking for websites, we're looking for sites listed on the internet. And we have five to seven brokers that we have very good relationships with, so we go through them first. And we ask them, hey, how many websites do you have listed right now for one hundred dollars to $190,000? And sure enough, we'll probably get five to six different type of listings from them. 
And then we asked them the keyword, how many of these sellers do you think we could offer tomorrow $100,000 for their website, and do you think we'd have any takers? Out of every 10 to right. 20, yeah, out of every 10 to <laughs> 20, we always find one that has a really good uh, revenue piece of $50,000 coming into it. It meets many, if not all, of our 24 analytics that we check out. And if they know they can get money wired to them tomorrow in 24 hours, they're going to take a $100,000 payment for a $50,000 revenue piece because you know and I know they might have an, an issue in their life that they have to take care of. You know, right. uh, many of our first websites that we bought, you know, in some of the cases when we asked them, why are you selling your website, we heard of got to get some money for some medical reasons, you know. Right. Have have to get some money together because we're going to go um, buy another piece of property, real property, you know, and we're using our website money to go buy a new house. We heard all these types of reasons why people are selling their website. And right. when we offer two times revenue, we know two things. We have ourselves a piece of property that is going to, you know, any website, when you change it from one owner to another, goes through a transition anyway. That's so true. the website was probably making around $4,200 a month when we bought it from this gentleman, okay? We are going to put a contract together that says we will give you at least $1,500 every month for running that website. When it runs $4,200 a month, we'll make sure you get the $2,100, which is 50% of that revenue, but from time to time, that website will have big months and only have small months, you know, with revenue streams. You know, just because a website brings in $50,000 doesn't mean it brings in $4,200 every month. Some months it brings in 2000 bucks, and some br months it brings in $6,200 a month. So don't I, don't I know that from the world that I live in? I mean, now, you know, we have clients that have websites that make a quarter million dollars a year, half a million dollars a year, but I can tell you just look at the analytics, that's not a – steady $4,200 a month. I mean, that can be influenced by a lot of different factors. Time of year, the nature of the offer, uh, whether they've launched something new, whether they've done something new, whether something happened in the economic environment that gave them an advantage, uh, whether they enjoyed venture partnership, brought on a new uh, team to manage your advertising. I mean, there's so many different reasons why a website can prosper or not prosper. And it's also very true that, you know, people do find themselves in situations where they will need to sell their website. And I'll tell you, I mean, if I had a website right now and I knew I could uh, I could sell to you for $50,000, I can tell you that if I felt that was a fair price, I'd sell it to you right now because that would completely solve all my problems. Yeah, that's exactly Your right. That would solve all my problems right now and then some. I mean, that would actually put me way ahead. So to me, that would be a no-brainer to unload that. If, uh, I mean, because the other way I have to look at it is that, and this is for everybody listening, I just want you to hear this mindset a little bit. If you have a website that's making you the $50,000 a year and or, or whatever, or have you or may have a $50,000 value that might be something you could sell for that dollar amount, think of what you're not going to have to deal with anymore, all the costs of search engine optimization, search engine marketing, all this stuff we do to get visitors to our webpage or some people say traffic to our website. I mean, there's so many things that you no longer have to deal with. And then when you invest in websites through something like Income Store, 
you get the benefits of all that. And what I really like is the way you demonstrate how we can get such a nice guaranteed return on investment. Now, with that being said, uh, do you have any success stories where this has worked for any of your investors? Because I think people, you know, seeing is believing, so to speak. So do you have something you can show us? Well, yeah, exactly. We have a bunch of websites we could talk about, but let's just take a look at two of them in particular. Uh, there's a website called playtruckgames.net. Uh, okay. Play truck, yeah, Play Truck Games was bought by a gentleman down in Florida, and uh, he was looking to bu basically buy a revenue stream because he had to prove, uh, because he, he's an older gentleman, and he needed to right. prove that he had some kind of um, income coming in. So he had this money stashed away, and he came to us and said, hey, if you buy me a website, how much monthly return will I get on it? I'll show that as income and turn around and then go out and buy this other real estate that he wanted to buy for his grandkids. So long and short of it is, uh, Play Truck Games came, came to us through this gentleman, and uh, we found the website. It was just really had some great upscale, uh, fun stuff on it. And so we bought it, and um, it's gone really well. It's gone through some changes. We've done some different things with marketing on it. And um, it's just a fun little – in fact, my 11-year-old son just loves it. He gets on there and plays mm -hmm. all the different games, and uh, the games get changed from time to time. But uh, I'm, looking at, I'm, looking at it, I'm looking at it right now. Do you have Pac-Man on here? Uh, you know, it's mostly about <laughs> trucks is mostly what this is uh, about. If Pac-Man's on here, it might be buried within there. I haven't seen it. Uh, most of them have to do with, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at links that are on the side here, and that has to do with, like, Spider-Man and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, yeah. mostly uh, if you look at this, it's car games, motorcycle games, monster truck games, that type of thing, and it's a lot of fun, you know. And if you get this in the hands of the kids and even some adults, uh, it could be hours of them, and that's the biggest thing that we're doing here. Think about if you're an advertiser and you want to put your ad on a website where you know the eyes are going to be sitting on that, no matter if they really want to look at it or not, when your eyes look at a website, it consciously sees what's going on on the side and on the top. Right. You know, they may not be interested in it now, but down the road, you know, it's 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 top of mind awareness. It's TOMA. You know, and as long as they're on that website and and spending the time on it, the, those hours are worth so much to the advertisers that are on these types of sites. And uh, okay, so that's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. So that's this is this one is, example. This is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm on here right now. I'm looking at Big Rig Driving School. This is one I might have to play with a little bit later on. It's kind of taking me back to my childhood, back when the, the early days of computers. We used to play um, – there, there was a game we used to play where you would drive a truck across the country and pick up and drop off deliveries. And then we also had Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? And just by the look of this game, it's kind of halfway taking me back there. So I might actually play with this one a little bit. So tell us about another one. Another one is uh, one that has not much advertisement on it, but it has a great upscale situation of helping somebody in an everyday life situation, which we talked about earlier. This one's called Real Phone Lookup. Real, R-E-A-L, Phone Lookup. Okay. And when you get that phone call from the same person every, you know, every other day at 7 o'clock at night, and mm -hmm. you're like me and just look at the caller ID and go, I don't know who this is. I'll just let it go to voicemail. And sure enough, it's 
you know, nobody who will leave a voicemail for you, but they seem to keep calling you. Eventually, you might want to find out who this is. And right. you can look up on Google for that, but sometimes it doesn't right. tell you anything. If you want to spend a couple bucks, go to this website and put in that information, and you'll find out real quickly who that is. And um, it's it's a good way, you know, and it's a way to research other people. You know, if you want to research people, if you're a landlord or if you're somebody who's a business owner and you want to research something, you know, you can also pay through this to research that information. It's a good website. We we found this one and we um, did some marketing for it, and it really grew quickly. And, um, you know, it's a good example oh, of a website. Yeah. yeah. This is interesting. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, real phone lookup. Dot com and I just uh, and I just typed in a uh, I just typed in a random number here and it, it's sort of like a, sort of like an Intellius sort of actually where uh, like let's say for example if I type in a, a number right now and like I'll just do it here real quick uh, so let me do it and then while I type in that phone number what it's going to do it's going to do the search and it's going to say we have their address we have their phone number we have all this other stuff and it's going to take us to a results page where you can then pay a little bit of money. I think it's something like three ninety nine as of this recording where you can get that information. So, uh, I mean, is this something where you subscribe to another service or it has a full infrastructure that ties into something that gathers this information? Because I can definitely see this being a real moneymaker. Exactly. It's a little bit of both. We have both, both of the different marketing modules you just mentioned we do have in place for this one. So Right. Yeah, this is this is really cool. I I really like this one a lot. So uh, we have just uh, about uh, we have about six minutes left here. So first of all, Mike Engstrom of Income Store, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. I mean, this is outstanding, and I want to make sure we have a few minutes here because I just want to give you the floor and just tell us a little bit uh, more. Uh, there may be some business creators listening to this right now who are thinking, wow, this is actually kind of interesting. So just tell us a little bit about how somebody would get started with this and how they can reach out to you if they'd like to take this to the next level. Okay. Well, thanks, Adam. Um, at the top of our website on Income Store, you're going to see a tab that says how it works. It's going to have some videos on there for people to watch. And after they watch the right. videos, there is a toll-free number. You know, it's an 877 number up in the upper right-hand corner of our website. It's uh, 877-627-1213. I'm sorry, 1213. Right. Yeah, and, you know, they can pick up the phone and call us. And if it goes to voicemail, we apologize. Sometimes we're on the phone with other people. but um, Or they could just send us an email through that program, that Contact Us button on there, and uh, we'll get back to them within 24 hours. And... What we do is we do a like a go-to-meeting with them and share with them some other successes we've had and some other different situations, talk a little bit about the partnership we're creating with each other. And once again, for that $100,000, you know, example I gave earlier, we're going to get them for sure $18,000 in the next year on that website, right. if not closer to $25,000, because anytime we take a $50,000 moneymaker – you know, a website that's bringing in revenue of $50,000, if it makes 50 again this year, well, if you get half the money and we get half the money, then $25,000 is going to be your return on investment on that. Knowing that, let's say three years go by, and then the third year we find a buyer for that site. Now, the buyer right. wants to buy the site for $200,000, which is double what you bought it for three years ago. Not only is the client going to get back their $100,000 original investment, 
so now they've been made whole for what they put in. They get to keep three years of revenue at $1,500 every month, 18 grand a year at least, if not 25 grand a year. So now they made back all their money, plus they kept that revenue for all those years. And of the $100,000 more that this website ended up selling for, because we sold it for $200,000, they're going to get $50,000 of that overage. We're going to get $50,000 of that overage for our good work. And we can go back and go do something else. We can go buy another one. We could go put it into other different things for our families. But right. very key key element of selling back these sites is that the investor gets all their money back of the original investment. So think about that. So now you're not only making back all your money in your third year, you're turning around and keeping that 18% return every year in your pocket. Right. So pretty right. And that's pretty very good. powerful. Exactly. And that, that grows our business. We can then cross-market it with other websites we have in that same genre. And we just keep going out and buying new websites. Um, and we tell the people what we ended up buying with their money. And uh, we get excited because we know that more and more people are talking about it. And word of mouth is, is going across the country, and I'm so glad we met each other through LinkedIn here, Adam, because I think this is going to help a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it is too. And as I said, when I when you first introduced this concept to me, I realized this is something we really had to bring forth to the community because so many people that I speak with every day are looking for investment opportunities, or they're looking for ways to um, they're looking for ways to manage their money or to get more return on investment from what they're doing. And then we have the website flipping crowd and the people who say, well, I want to make money online. Well, sounds to me like by investing in websites through Income Store, they are making money online. And the best part is they don't even have to mess with all that SEO stuff and all this other things we're talking about here because it's part of the investment they get that taken care of. So that's the other piece that jumps out of me as well. So I hate to have this sound like a pitch or anything like that, but oh my God, I mean, this is such a great opportunity that, I mean, I think a person would be remiss to not at least look into it. And that's why we're so grateful that you put us on the internet here to talk about it. So you that's bet. awesome. You bet. It, absolutely. Well, uh, well, for everybody listening, uh, you know, if you want to get a hold of Mike Engstrom, uh, just go to businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Every single one of our guest experts has a profile where you can learn more about them and you can connect to them through their websites and any social media they participate in so you can make the connections in the way that makes most sense to you. So, Mike, thanks again. And, uh, and again, I'm really honored that you uh, took time for us today. Thank you for your time. Yep, and for everybody listening, this is Adam Homey, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Again, make sure to check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com, where we and our guest experts help you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.